Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, it seems like I'm doing these stories more and more now. The George Soros is back again story. I mean, how many times are we going to do this story? I know the left is, it's all a conspiracy theory. Anti-Semitism, right, anti-Semitism, that's what motivates us. You get the people on the left who really couldn't hate Israel anymore, accusing people on the right, fighting for free speech of anti-Semitism, and, and some on the right falling for it. That's hilarious. That's so hilarious in its stupidity. He's not only back by himself now, he's back with a little team of anti-free speech advocates. You'll never believe what they're up to now. I got that coming up. And a super cut about the left's big lie. Yeah, their big lie. Loaded show today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. We'll get right to it. I've got Dave Rubin coming up in a rare Dan Bongino podcast show interview at the end. Dave Rubin, who has unique and keen insight into the parallel economy and what's been going on for years and why he started Locals. That'll be coming up at the end. Don't miss that. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, Joe, let's go. Yeah, very excited today, Joe. Joe's excited to have Dave Rubin on the show. Yeah, so am I. Soros is back. He is back, Armacost, again. I'm getting tired of doing these stories. George yeah. Soros is, uh, is up there, one of the top 10 most pernicious influences on free speech around the world. The man's war on civil liberties will never stop. There is no amount of money he won't spend to combat your right to speak freely. These people have doubled down on totalitarianism, and now they're doubling down in the war on free speech. They know they can't win the debate in the forum of ideas because liberalism is a rotting cancer melting this society from the inside out. Whatever liberalism touches, it destroys and burns to the ground. Everywhere it's been tried, as we're seeing right now with this disastrous pino, president name only. I said to my wife this morning, can you believe what's happening to this country? Every time you vote for these people, they are a rotting cancer, a forest fire. They destroy everything they touch. I lived through it in New York. And Soros and his minions want this. And they don't want to debate about the disastrous liberal policies because any debate about liberal policies that exposes them will expose liberalism for the rotting cancer it is. Sorry, I'm a little excited this morning about this show. So because they can't win the debate, they have to crush it, Soros and his minions. I'm going to show you what they're up to now. It involves a cat lady, too, which is hilarious. I told you she was a grifter. She never had a serious job in her life doing anything. So she grifts off Soros' money then, which is kind of hilarious. But first, there are some warriors on our side. I announced yesterday the partnership between Rumble and Locals. We had an explosion of downloads of the app. Locals, the Locals app, L-O-C-A-L-S, Locals, common spelling, explosion. We had 20,000 followers in one day, tons of subscribers. You can subscribe to get premium content, my local stuff. No one else is going to see. Please, I am at D. Bongino on Locals. Bridget Fettesi was on the great Joe Rogan show, and I want to sincerely thank Joe Rogan 
for standing up for Rumble and locals and saying some nice things yesterday. Hat tip the Joe Rogan show, the best podcast on the internet. I say that even given mine, uh, he is. It, the numbers prove it. You know, the downloads talk and BS walks. Here's Joe Rogan and, and the great Bridget, Bridget Fetessy yesterday talking about the parallel economy, Rumble and locals, and uh, sincere thanks to both of them. Check this out. As long as places like Rumble exist, you know, and th- I think they're going to grow. I think that place is going to grow. Yeah, I love the, I love the owners. I love them. Um, I really Tulsi's on locals now. I love I love like, she's on Rumble. She's on Rumble and, and locals. locals. Yeah, I think this is one of those things where they f***ed up enough where the, the the grip has slipped to the point where enough people are going to first of all, we'll keep saying the name Rumble. Right, keep saying it. Yeah, get, get people to keep going over there. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not over there, but I certainly would be. Although somebody's probably pretending to be me there already. <laughs> Thank you to Bridget Fetessy and, and importantly as well to Joe Rogan. My sincere gratitude. I don't know if you get this or not. I don't. I don't uh, assume you watch my show. I, I watch yours, um, but uh, thank you. You're a powerful voice out there, and it matters. And we at Rumble and Locals, we deeply, deeply appreciate you doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This stuff makes a huge difference, uh, folks. Here's what's going on with Soros, in case you just think I randomly threw that in there. Axios broke a story yesterday about a bunch of, quote, billionaires backing a new media firm to combat disinformation. Now, as you know well, whenever you see, right, Joe, whenever you see a leftist, quote, combating disinformation, what does that really mean? (laughs) It means a war on free speech and getting conservatives booted off the Internet, period. It's not open for debate, full stop, period. Verdict is in. Thank you. That's not what combating disinformation means. It means kicking conservatives off the Internet. Again, it's not open for debate. The evidence is everywhere, okay? Thank you. Liberals, you can start foaming, clawing, doing whatever you do with the mouth right now. You are free, anti-free speech tyrants. Everybody knows it. So here's what they're up to. Axio says they're launching this company called Good Information. <laughs> Good Information. Is this not Orwellian Newspeak? Good. I'm not kidding, folks. This is yeah. Good Information. So Good Information, Inc. is launching with a multi-million dollar seed investment led by Reed Hoffman. Oh, Reed Hoffman. We'll get to him in a little bit, too. And joined by investors Ken and Jen Duda, Insight Ventures, and George Soros again. Whenever you see George Soros and good information, you know this means they want to spend money to crush free speech, but only conservative free speech. So who else is involved? They, of course, the grifter. The, 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 I, I, I admire her grift. The, the leg, in the field of grifting, a legend, a gold medal. Gee, we need some artwork. We need some artwork on Nardini. Nardini Jammy, <laughs> a, a gold medal winner in the Grifter Olympics. Of course she's involved. Wherever there's leftist money, Nardini's involved. She's always got a grift sucking at the bowl of, of George Soros. They're Nardini, cat lady, cats and grifts. Now you said it, Key. That's right. Cats and grifts. We need artwork. Cats included, okay? So here's Good Information, Inc., Orwellian Newspeak named Good Information, Inc., Here's who's on their advisory committee. White House Communications Director Dan Pfeiffer. Notice how they lead out, leave out that was the Obama White House Communications Director. Civic Signal founder Eli Pariser. Check my ads. Co-founder Nandini Jabby. <laughs> there you go, folks. There she is. She doesn't even... She Keep in mind, by the way, 
she will she advertises this on her social media feed. She doesn't care one bit that you know she's a grifter. She does like I almost like I said I don't respect her. I respect the grifter. It takes a lot of skills to con- to constantly milk people out of their money and get them to pay you for doing nothing but creating a parallel economy, enriching conservatives at the same time you enrich the world of free speech by motivating us to get away from you lunatics. I'm not kidding when I say this, and I mean it. You need to thank Nardini, the cat lady. You do. It's not a joke. Just like you needed to thank CNN back in the day. You would never have Fox News, Newsmax, OANN, or anything else if it was not for CNN being so radically left that someone came in and said, I'm going to propose an alternative. Does that make sense? I, 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 I really I need to make this point. You need to thank these people. Folks, listen, I don't absolve myself of this. We tend to get apathetic. Posted on YouTube for years and stuff, thinking, oh, it's just a video platform. It was never a video platform. YouTube was always a place for communists to go and suppress conservative free speech. That's always what it was. We just needed people like Nardini and others to show us. Google's ad network, it was always going to be a method to suppress free speech. But we got apathetic. Listen, me included. I'm not indicting you. Me included. We needed people like Nardini to create Rumble, our own ad network. So, oh, is that coming? Is that net? We needed her. And showing you what Nardini, the cat lady, thinks of you. Grifter, never had a serious job in her whole life. Licking at the bowl of all the leftist money that comes her way. So a lady, Sarah, with a forklift driver job, that's her actual uh, avatar name on uh, Twitter, tweeted to Nardini, the cat lady, and said, oh, bless your heart. Thank you for letting me know who to support. In other words, she was saying, hey, boycott these companies. They work with Bongino and others. So a bunch of people responded saying, oh, well, that's great. They work with Bongino. Now we'll support them. Thank you, folks. Thank you to Sarah with a forklift driver job. And this is what the cat lady, who's never had an actual job in her life, a gold medal winning loser. Of uh, 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 I mean, a platinum winning level loser. Here's what she tweets back this lady. Awesome. Please go ahead and give Index Exchange. Index Exchange, you like people like Nardini talking to people like this? Please go ahead and give Index Exchange a call. I'm sure their sales rep would love to hear from you, Sarah, with a forklift driver job. That condescending, snide tone. You drive a forklift? <laughs> I feed my cats and grift off George Soros all day. Get a real job like me. That's who Nardini is. Folks, whenever I tell you about someone, I warn you in advance who they are. Please listen to me like Dennis Green, the former coach of the Arizona Cardinals. They are who I'm telling you they are. They are who we thought they were. Now, the Soros Network is committed wholeheartedly to shutting you off the Internet. Here's a Federalist. This is a terrific piece by Tristan Justice. It'll be a Bongino report. and It'll be in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Please read it. New billionaire venture focused on disinformation exposes the left's fight for monopoly on truth. Look at some of the other partners in this George Soros cat lady venture here. The new group will be led by Tara McGowan. Who's Tara McGowan? She previously ran the scandal plague nonprofit acronym, which botched the Iowa Democratic caucuses last year. Remember that? They couldn't get the vote count right. McGowan was married to his senior aide to then-candidate Pete Buttigieg, who, despite emerging from the caucuses with fewer verts than Bernie Sanders, came out on top with the most delegates. 
Don't worry, folks. This is all about, quote, good information. George Soros, Cat Lady, Tara McGowan. Don't worry. It's all about good information. Who else is involved? (laughs) He's like, what a bunch of losers. Yeah, I know. Here's another zero. Uh, You know, Reed Hoffman, if you haven't heard of Reed Hoffman, Reed Hoffman's the founder of LinkedIn, very wealthy guy. He's part of this group too. You remember Reed Hoffman? Joe, you might not remember this one. We discussed this story though on the show back in 2018. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. But Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn, remember what he did in the uh, Senate race in Alabama? Here, the Federalist covers it right here. He's involved with the Soros group and the cat lady too. In December of 2018, Reed Hoffman had to apologize for financing a deception campaign in the 2017 Alabama Senate special election where fake online accounts were made to appear as Russian bots that operated in support of Republicans. The fake personas fed a news cycle of pro-Republican Kremlin interference to a media susceptible to such storylines. Yeah, look that up. Look that up, Reed Hoffman, Alabama Senate race. This guy, <laughs> this guy's this guy's involved with a Soros cat lady group called <laughs> Good Information. <laughs> and you fall for this stuff. All these ad networks. You fall. By the way, the ad networks, if you're falling for this, just do me a favor. Cut our ad, cut our websites out now. I'm dead serious. You I believe me, I'm fine. I will be you will be doing us a huge favor. So we know when we rebuild the entire ad infrastructure from scratch. That's happening now. We know who to do business with um, and who not to. Thank you. You'd be doing us a huge favor if you fall for the cat lady who makes fun of people with forklift driver jobs because she's a grifter. So who else is involved? Well, you'll notice right now, I warned you that whenever the left wants a narrative out there and the current narrative now is what? The narrative now is we need to crush free speech and we need to do it because of, quote, disinformation. I told you the hallmark of a leftist narrative campaign. In other words, when they're going to take the football and try to advance it down the field, the one thing you'll see right away is the presence of the one thing you'll see is the presence of three things. You'll see activists, congressional committees, and you'll see the media. Those three things. Fred Siegel calls them the Iron Triangle. They are trying to wipe you off the internet. The Federalist piece covers some of the other partners in this narrative effort. Did you notice all of these things came about at the same time? The Facebook whistleblower? There's going to be an Aspen Institute report coming about misinformation. And now all of a sudden, Good Information Inc. pops up. You think those activist groups and the Facebook whistleblower all popped up at the same time by accident? Or do you think this was a semi-coordinated effort? A, I know it sounds, sounds like it can't be, the, the, the words sound like they conflict, but a tacit kind of conspiracy, wink and a nod to kick you off the internet. You think it's all by accident? The Federalist covers this right here. To complement efforts from the Aspen Institute, they have a report coming out. Katie Couric's on that board, the report about media misinformation. <laughs> ah, after that story from last week about her and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Aspen Institute and Good Information, Inc., which cited funding for the Never Trump website Bulwark as an example of bipartisanship. A recent Facebook whistleblower who's also a Democrat activist that helped suppress reporting on Hunter Biden. They've all come forward to complain the tech giant doesn't do enough to suppress conservative content. The Facebook whistleblower that said that. You think it's all by accident? All this stuff came out at once. How do you see the importance of not operating in their set and not play? Forget about them advancing the football, the football down the field, folks. We got to get out of the stadium. It's hard. It's difficult. We have to build our own stadium. That's the point. That's the point of rumble. That's the point of the Trump media enterprise. 
That's the point of locals. That's the point of a line pay, my payment processor. You get away from these people. We run the ecosystem. It's our stadium. We decide who comes in. It's the only way to win, to build a, it's not a parallel economy as much as it's a parallel information economy. We live in an information economy now. You can't survive without it. All right, my next story coming up, uh, this is a good one. Showing you how the media advances narrative footballs. They've told you over and over, the big lie, 2020 election was stolen. You're not allowed to say that. Tom Grabian put together an amazing supercut of leftists who really are responsible for the big lie themselves. The big lie is theirs. The big lie is that every election they've lost nationally has been stolen. That's the left's big lie. Supercut coming up. Don't miss that. Dave Rubin coming up later. What's that? Tom Grabian? I'm sorry. Tom Elliott. Tom, I'm sorry. You like my Bongino report mug, by the way, folks? Tom Elliott. I'm sorry. Whenever I say Tom Grabian, I mean Elliott. Tom Elliott from Grabian. Mm. Sorry about that, Tom. He's a good man. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen, showing you how the left, how does this, the reason I threw this in here after the Soros cat lady story, Reed Hoffman's story as well, Tara McGowan, the reason I do it in afterwards is because, remember, the left and them aren't interested in combating disinformation. It is disinformation that Gore won the 2000 election. It is also disinformation that Hillary Clinton won the 2016 election if it weren't for Vladimir Putin. That is actual disinformation. It's false. It's fake. It's made up. They're not interested in combating any of that. What they're interested in combating is efforts for you to get in, in the way of their disinformation campaigns. Does that make sense? You getting in the way. They want you wiped off the internet. Here, let's see if any of these people are sanctioned by Good Information Inc., George Soros' group, for lying about the 2020 and 2016 election. Check this out. We won that election. Al Gore won the election. Al Gore was elected president of the United States. Right. This wasn't counted. You know it. I know it. They know it. We won that election. There is overwhelming evidence that George W. Bush did not win this election. Do you think Republicans stole that election? In 2000? Uh-huh. I wish the United States Supreme Court had let them finish counting the votes. The Supreme Court denied the actual and accurate counting of the votes of Florida. If Catherine Harris, Jeb Bush... Jim Baker and the Supreme Court hadn't tampered with the results, Al Gore would be president. An election has been stolen, robbed. It wasn't a fair process. It wasn't a neutral process. 
it was a process that was rigged against us. We actually won the last presidential election, folks. They stole the last presidential election. As we look at our election system, I think it's fair to say that there are many legitimate questions about its accuracy, about its integrity. How are you going to keep it from us being able to be in a position where you can manipulate the machines, manipulate the records? In Virginia, when I was governor, I had to replace all the machines. Too many voters have cast votes on machines that jam or malfunction or suck the votes without a trace. I kept voting in the Senate race, kept voting for the Democrat. Republican name kept coming up. Three times that happened. There you go, folks. The big lie right there on the left. But you notice how you're not hearing anything from Good Information, Inc., the cat lady, or anything about the big lie on the left? The left is always about the big lie. Do you notice there you go, a bunch of Democrats? McCall, for those of you listening on audio, that was McAuliffe, Obama, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, all the big names on the left with their rotting ideology, their cancerous ideology, talking about how they won elections they factually lost. And yet Good Information Inc. doesn't seem to have a lot to say about that. Strange, right? All right, I've got a lot coming up. Getting a lot of inquiries about stuff. And again, thank you to everyone who signed up for my Locals account yesterday and downloaded the app. We drove it to number 21 in social media in the App Store this morning. I'd love to get it to number one. Download that Locals app today. Got a bunch of exclusive content on there. I really appreciate it. I got Dave Rubin again coming up next. But let's move on. The second story, because it involves me and my <clears throat> ongoing fight against Cumulus, my radio syndicator, over these vaccine mandates. It is, uh, unfortunately, an, an ugly fight. I wish it weren't. But some of the people who've been fired from Cumulus, their stories are piling in. They are really disturbing. And uh, I hear you. I read one of the emails yesterday. I'm going to get to more of them <clears throat> as time goes on. These vaccine mandates, ladies and gentlemen, are causing real damage. I told you that the reason the left is doubled and tripled down on vaccine mandates is not by accident. It's because the left has a totalitarian bent. They don't want you to have control over any sphere of your life. That's what socialism is. It is a government control of the means of production. When you own the means of production, food, medicine, and everything else, you own people. Why do you think the left is so hell-bent on controlling education and health care? Because once they can educate you to be a socialist and control your life or death, you have nothing else left except this one idea that a lot of entrepreneurial, freedom-loving Americans have that keeps getting in their way. What is it? <clears throat> it's that you have custody of your own body. It's yours. It was given to you by God. The left needs to disabuse you of this. They have to. It's the final red line they need to cross. They are using the vaccine and vaccine mandates as a vehicle to do that. This has nothing to do with the damn vaccine. They hated the vaccine when Trump was in office. Nothing has changed. It's the same vaccine. They only claim to love it now so much so they're going to jam it in your body with or without your permission because it's a political fight. It's not a vaccine fight. My gosh, why won't some people get this on the left? This is not about your kids or anything. This is about body sovereignty and the left's effort to steal it from you. They will do anything, including destroying public safety as city police departments lose excellent, well-trained, experienced police, fire, EMTs, paramedics, corrections, parole officers, as they lose them. They don't care. As they object to this vaccine mandate, they don't even care, ladies and gentlemen, about defense contractors in the military. 
they will let this country get invaded and our cities burn in criminal chaos before they fall on this vaccine mandate because they know they need to destroy the idea that you have sovereignty over your own body to implement their socialist agenda. There's no way forward for them. This is a red line for everyone. Look at this article in the Washington Examiner if you doubt me. Biden under pressure to drop vaccine mandates for federal defense contractors over national security concern. Folks, you have these big federal defense contractors in Virginia and elsewhere around the country. The employees there are telling these defense contractors, you institute this vaccine mandate, we will leave. And they have to because they have federal government contracts and Joe Biden's vaccine mandate, which hasn't yet become codified, is going too soon. These def- Listen to me. These defense contractors are warning them, if you do this, we will lose our best and most experienced people. Please do not do this. It will destroy our ability to construct weapons and defense systems to defend the United States, and Biden doesn't care. By the way, I don't know who caught it, but this was white before. He says the white's distracting a little bit. Is that racist? I think that's racist. Joe, is this is this in a is this the oppressor forward facing Dave uh, It's it, oppressor. It, it is distracting. Yes. And this is the oppressed. This is the black. This is the oppressed, the oppressed one. Right? This is like, this I like is the, thank you. Okay, yeah, I, I like the darker one. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Okay. I may be racist too. I don't know. I mean, we're all, you know, CRT. <laughs> he came in while that, while that, uh, that sot, that video was playing the supercut. He's like, ah, I don't like the white. It's distracting me. Dude, that's totally racist. He's like, we'll definitely get canceled now. <laughs> all right. Listen, let me, um, I know it's kind of a uh, weird how we're doing, <clears throat> how we're doing the show today, but I rarely interview people on the podcast, especially on the weekly show. So I got Dave Rubin coming up. So Gee, let me get to the third sponsor. And then coming back, again, I want to speak about priorities, showing you how these people are a cancerous rot. These liberals, they don't care. And it involves refugees, Afghanistan, and the fact that Biden didn't care about saving Americans and people who helped us. He only cared about bringing people into the United States and not vetting them. An explosive free beacon story coming up next. (sighs) Busy show today. All right. This is a lot of news stuff to get to today and a really explosive story. Josh Hawley. Great U.S. Senator on the Republican side has been all over this. Free beacon blew this out of the water yesterday. Adam Credo. Now uncovered emails show Biden ordered Afghanistan evacuation flights to be filled with Americans left behind. People who helped us out with green cards. Translators. Filled with unvetted refugees. Yes, yes. Given the opportunity to screw something up, Joe Biden will take option C. F this whole thing up, Biden picks C every single time. Check out what these emails uncovered. During America's chaotic exit from Afghanistan earlier this year, the Biden administration issued a directive that evacuation flights be filled to excess with refugees who had not been properly vetted before arriving in America, according to an internal administration communication disclosed by Senator Josh Hawley. Folks, can we talk a minute about what governing is? Governing is about priorities. Governing is about the responsible implementation of power and priorities. When your priorities are to destroy the United States, which I will argue wholeheartedly is the priority number one of Joe Biden, that's what this is about right now. When your priority is to destroy the United States, you'll do anything to speed up the process. 
Joe Biden had options with the evacuation flights. Pull out Americans who are still stranded in Afghanistan now. Still stranded. Hannity's been keeping a tab on how many days. You have green card holders still stranded in Afghanistan, but that wasn't Joe Biden's priority. Joe Biden's priority was to get unvetted Afghans into the United States. Because Joe Biden hates the citizens of the United States and will do anything to bring in a different new set of citizens that he likes. You know, the left's New York Times article we discussed yesterday. Please watch the beginning of yesterday's show. How if you mention the fact that Joe Biden wants new illegal immigrants in the United States, which is obvious right now, it doesn't matter where they're from as long as they're illegal, the left will call you a racist, which is odd because it's the left actually promoting this. Remember the New York Times article? Yes, we can replace them. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a New York Times article. Yeah, New York Times. I, 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 I thought that was racist and xenophobic. No, no, not when the New York Times talks about it. Just like it's good information when the left talks about stolen elections and bad information when the right says the election was stolen. Do you notice that? Don't let these people tell you what to say. Give them the double-barreled middle finger like I do every day of my life. Oh, look, here's Geraldo, who lost his mind again on The Five yesterday. He's on a commercial right now. Geraldo talking about how people who are vaccinated shouldn't be standing up for bodily sovereignty because Geraldo doesn't understand any of that stuff. Geraldo really believes this is a vaccine, that this is about the vaccine and not about sovereignty over your own body, freedom and liberty, because Geraldo doesn't understand those concepts and he never will. All right, let me show you this video. Here's some good news, folks. I like to interject the show in the week with good news. I don't want you to be down and depressed all the time. Loudoun County, Virginia, the epicenter of the transgender fight to get men in women's bathrooms. The transgender lobby wants that. And they also want Critical racism theories taught in the classrooms in Loudoun County parents have had enough. Here is a Loudoun County parent last night. Comes across in a very professorial, about a minute long here this is. Very good, calm way. I could probably use some, take some lessons. Comes across in a very calm way. This is him dancing, folks. We're all going to get up and dance. Saying, hey, the priority is the kids. And he calls out a school board member by name. For covering up a meeting with this person. This is the kind of stuff. More. Everybody needs to show up at school boards. More, more, more. Bring you and 10 friends. Check this out. I'm a Loudon parent with kids in the school system, and I'm here to expose further cover-ups, which just keep adding up. Pay attention, media. There's word now of yet another high school predator that's been transferred from Dominion to Woodgrove after he attacked a teacher. We have daughters at Woodgrove. There's also word of a Freedom High School teacher who's been transferred to Belmont Ridge three weeks ago after sexual impropriety with a student. It's been learned five years ago. There was yet another sexual assault on a freshman girl at Tuscarora High School, which some on this board covered up. Scott, why are you so close to the Commonwealth attorney? It seems like our kids are being used as pawns in some social reform game. Scott, why did you have a private, non-foyable meeting with the Commonwealth attorney on October 15th? at that fundraiser that you and I both attended. We witnessed it. Why am I still waiting on the page that was missing from the FOIA results on how you plan to spend the 11 hours tied to your masking and testing mandates? Resign tonight, all of you, and end the mockery you've all brought in this great county. Hat tip to the Loudoun County parent. That's what you do. That is what you do. You take it to them. You've got to show up. Your voice matters, ladies and gentlemen. If we can win this Virginia governor's race, please, if you are listening to me, from my audience in Virginia, please, with humility and respect, I'm begging you to make sure you not only vote, but take 10 people with you. 
it will be a bell that is rung all around the country against CRT, the liberal cancer rotting this country, this effort to push men into the women's room, all of this, all of it. We are winning, ladies and gentlemen, around the country. We are winning. We are winning. It is not stopping. We are winning. Look, congratulations to Florida. Ron DeSantis, the great conservative governor, the best governor in the country, was attacked ruthlessly by the left, has not only come out of this on top with some of the lowest COVID numbers in the country. I'll get to that in a second. But look at the Florida economy versus the nation. Ron DeSantis put this out yesterday. 84,500 jobs created in Florida. September of 2021. Look at the unemployment rates, the labor participation rates. Look at this, the construction jobs, manufacturing jobs, education jobs, services jobs in Florida compared to the rest of the country. Growing three times faster than the nation over the month. Folks, we can win. And it shows you in a foil effect, a diamond on a black background. That diamond is liberty and freedom. That dark, destructive background, however, is this liberal cancer rotting this country out from the inside. Look at what we can do when we don't only stop the progression of the anti-civil liberties left, but when we do things to advance freedom here like Ron DeSantis did. Trying to make vaccine mandates illegal. Making mask mandates illegal. Freedom and liberty matter. Low taxes, economic freedom, school choice. It matters. We can win. We are winning. Look at the COVID numbers in Florida. The COVID numbers now at the bottom. I thought the lack of a mask, a mask mandate and the lack of a vaccine mandate was going to mean an eruption in cases in Florida. They are at the bottom. The bottom. As in the last in the United States in cases per capita. Last. You don't want to be first. They are last, Florida. Freedom and liberty matter, folks. It's time to stand up for it. He's like, hey, you don't really hear those media stories now. Where are all those death Santas stories now? All gone, right? These people are frauds. Where's Good Information, Inc.? Where's the cat lady? Where's Soros? Where's Reed Hoffman? Fact-checking the media on death Santas. Where are they? Oh, crickets. Oh, that's right. Thank you, Joe. That's exactly what you hear, crickets. You also hear the sound of slurping. It's Nandini feeding her cats. That's, that's, that's what Nandini's doing. Nardini. This is, I, I, wait, she had Nardini last year. Is her name Nardini? She had Nardini on her feed. Either she can't spell her own name. She changed it again. She's having a hard time spelling her own name. Listen, here's the last story before we get to Dave Rubin and my last spot here. Don't miss that. The destructive thing about liberalism is when you see liberalism like I did in New York City and you're seeing now with Joe Biden, when you see it destroy your life, destroy your job, destroy the value of your money through inflation, destroy the southern border, destroy our national security as China develops port-destroying underwater weapons, hypersonic missiles, as they do all of this right in front of your face. Liberals will never acknowledge the cancer they are to this country, the rotting cancer from the inside. They will never acknowledge it. They will always blame anyone other than themselves. There's a new meme on Twitter taking pictures of empty shelves Joe Biden caused and astonishingly saying, look at what capitalism did. You would be stunned how many socialist idiots are falling for this. Capitalism? So let me just be, be, be clear. Capitalism, which is the, uh, uh, the ability to trade your labor for a wage, the ability to own private property, and the price mechanism and not racking, rationing, those three things. That's all capitalism is. None of those things have happened under the Biden administration. He's interfered in all three. 
and empty shelves are capitalism. So Joe Biden, who's interfered in production by paying people not to work, he is regulating the supply of fuel and everything else by destroying Keystone and elsewhere and revoking uh, federal lands permits to, to dig to, uh, to drill for petroleum. He's increased the cost of labor by instituting a bunch of regulations and paying people not to work so that they have to be paid more to go back to work. And he's sucking money out of the economy with the threat of gargantuan tax hikes on the middle class and everyone else. That is somehow capitalism. You have to be a moron of the level of Nardini's, not even Nardini, she's pretty, but her cats. So I wouldn't want to live with it. I'd run away. But Nardini's cats to believe in this. Here's what's really going on right now. Zachary Halashek, Washington Examiner. Read this story. We're running the largest federal deficit ever in nominal terms. In real terms, it's only behind last year during the pandemic. The federal deficit totaled $2.77 trillion in fiscal year 2021, the second highest after 2020. Why do I bring this story up? Because I know the liberals. I know how they are. They blame everyone but themselves. They'll say, oh, we're just running those big deficits because we haven't taxed people enough. Really? Because this year we raised $4. trillion in taxes, even adjusting for inflation. It's the largest amount ever taken in by the federal government ever. So you're telling me in our over 200-year history, over 200 years, we've never taken more money from our people in taxes. We never have. We've taken the most amount this year. We've stolen $4 trillion from our people in legalized confiscation, legalized theft. That's what taxes are. The most amount ever. And now we're running the highest nominal uh, the highest nominal deficit ever and the second highest in real terms in American history. And that makes sense to you. We don't, you're, you're suggesting we have a taxing problem, not a spending problem, despite the fact we're spending the most ever, despite taxing the most ever. <laughs> that makes sense to you? That's a nice bout of uh, verbal Aikido jujitsu there. I love how you did that. Here's the second story. Even leftists are now warning we are in real trouble, folks. Former Obama advisor. Yes, I read that right. Former Obama advisor and Clinton Treasury Secretary Larry Summers is now going after Janet Yellen and the Treasury for downplaying inflation. Even the leftists are starting to realize that they are destroying the economy. I heard Austin Goolsby on Fox yesterday debating. I think it was Stephen Moore. And he said, no, uh, it was um, uh, Mark. Uh, what's his name? The speechwriter. Forgive me, I forget his name. But they were debating about the economy. And Austin Goolsby seemed to miss the point that when you print a bunch of money you don't have, like Biden's threatening to do with his $3.5 trillion porculus bill, and you don't build more products, which we're not because we're making the cost of labor more expensive, Austin missed the point that that's what's leading to the inflation. More money, chasing less products. This isn't hard. More money, less products. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. And then coming up, I have the great Dave Rubin. We're going to talk about this parallel economy. The George Soros, I'm going to bring that up to him first. He's always got some great thoughts on that. This is important stuff. This is an existential fight for us. We can win. I promise you we can win. All right, I'm uh, really excited to welcome a good friend and a warrior for free speech to the show, uh, my friend Dave Rubin. Hey, Dave, thanks so much for joining us. Great job, by the way, on Tucker last night. Dan, it's good to be with you. Man, what a day yesterday. Did we make a dent? I think we actually might have made a dent in the big tech Death Star. Well, we're figuring it out, Dave. I mean, guys like you and me have figured that the economies of scale and scope, they work. 
I mean, the left figured that out a long time ago when they combined forces and combined assets uh, to fight against free speech because they're communist totalitarian losers that sadly they've had a lot of wins. And I saw a story like this yesterday. I'd love to get your comment on before we get to locals and rumble partnering up. George Soros, Reed Hoffman, names you're familiar with, left wingers, big money, Reed Hoffman, the head of LinkedIn, combining with Nandini Jammy, the cat lady, uh, in this new operation to censor people on the internet. And they're calling it unironically, Dave, this is not a joke. Good information, Inc. Your, your thoughts. You got to love it, man. I mean, we are in 1984. George Orwell <laughs> would be proud of the work that he did, you know, roughly 70 years ago, something like that. Uh, of course, it's called good. It's called good. I mean, these people are ridiculous. First off, on the Soros front, George Soros is evil. He is a lefty collectivist Marxist, evil billionaire who funds all sorts of NGOs and nonprofits across the world that destroy Western societies. That is what his MO is. And by the way, before Media Matters, which I'm sure is watching this, says that Dave Rubin, you know, uses some anti-Semitic trope. It has nothing to do with his religion. It's his actions. Okay. So that's that's number one. As for Reed Hoffman, you know, this is the co-CEO of Netflix, who over the summer pumped millions and millions of dollars into ads on YouTube to take out our friend Larry Elder, who was running a really great campaign. And then suddenly when they realized that the recall was legit and Larry actually had a chance. Next thing you know, you've got millions from Reed Hoffman basically calling Larry Elder a white supremacist and saying he wants to kill your kids because of vaccines. Then you've got Obama and Biden here and everything else. So this is what we're up against. So, you know, the funny part to me is that maybe three years ago when I would see stories like this, I'd be like, ah, the machine just has so much power. It has so much energy. It's like, there's nothing we can do. But because of the events of yesterday and, and some of the other things that Dan, you and I and some of our friends are working on, it's like, I have hope right now. I really, really do. Yeah, I have hope too, Dave. You know, this this Rumble's local partnership, Rumble's has been, Rumble's been a free speech alternative to YouTube and is uh, focused strongly on building the railroad of the internet, the pipes, um, and that's working out well too. Rumble's not just a video company, but... I had my eyes on locals for a long time. You and I have been discussing this for a while because I thought your idea was genius. You explained a little bit, I heard in many of your media appearances, how the the whole experience with some, some people in the space, Carl and others, how they were attacked. And you were like, listen, we can't have this. We got to have a direct connection between creators, content creators, you, me, not, by the way, not just politics. You want to get music. You, you know, Everybody. you have some poems you want to read on locals. Knock yourself out. It's not it's not a political site. It's, it's just a free speech site. You said we have to connect the creator with the supporters and these patriots directly. And you develop locals. Tell the audience how it works, where they can find it and uh, what spurred you to do it. Well, I love the way you intro that, because first off, yeah, it's not just for politics people. Yeah, you and I are creatures of politics, but right. this is for everybody. And by the way, cancel culture is not just coming for politicians and people that talk about politics, right? Dave Chappelle knows a little something about that right now. Like they will come for you if you have any unique thought whatsoever. So, you know, for five, six years on my show, I was talking about the, the leftist assault on free speech. At first I was talking about it as a lefty, right? And, and obviously that's not my position anymore, but I kept saying, you know, the between big tech, between the cultural norms, no one's going to be allowed to say anything soon enough and flash forward to 2021. I mean, here we are. Uh, Dan, you may remember back in July, right before I went off the grid for August, the last thing that happened to me was I was banned on Twitter 
for saying that federal vaccine right. mandates were coming. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> came, they're here, and they're pushing even more. But the beautiful thing was because I had created Locals, a place where we owned the tech, I could directly communicate with my community through iOS app, Android app, I could live stream. So even though Twitter took me out, I was still live streaming to thousands of people. I could get push notifications out to them. That then allowed my people to contact guys like you on Twitter and put the public pressure on until Twitter actually took back their suspension and said it was an error. Now, of course it wasn't an error. It was just that I had enough public pressure. I had the tech to, to force the issue. And that's what I want for everybody. I want you to own your stuff. I want you to own your video and audio. I don't want to own your video and audio. We're, we're building digital homes. That's why this thing with Rumble is so cool because we're building the home. So your home for your content, your community, you own the data, your user data. If you leave us, by the way, you can have the data. We don't, we don't need to own it. It's all yours. We're not selling it. But then what you said about the pipes of the internet, that's what we needed. So we built the homes, but you know, homes can't exist without infrastructure underneath. You need water, you need electricity, you need all that stuff. That's what Rumble is doing. So we're not gonna be kicked off the way Parler was blown apart. And yeah. by the way, that was a total mafia tactic by, by <laughs> big tech because you know, it wasn't it well. that, they, that they were upset that coordination on January 6th had happened on Parler because we know that most of it happened on Facebook. It was a mafia tactic because there was a new guy in town and he was making some money and they, they took him out. So we really right now, we don't have all the pieces, right? Like I don't, I don't wanna overpromise, but we have a lot of the pieces and we're working on the other pieces. That's why this is really as, as great a partnership as you possibly can find. Yeah, we're building in just an incredible redundancy to make this thing cancel proof in the future. And Dave, I think one of the most important points you just brought up there, you know, when Twitter tried to cancel you, you had this backup system. Yep. You know, we're not competing with Twitter. We don't need to. We're saying very simply, Twitter's a middleman, folks. They're allowing you to get your information out to their platform. Locals is an app and it is a website, but we're not the middleman. It's your data. We don't want it. We're not interested in, I don't mean not interested in, we want you there. We don't want your data. It's yours. You are sovereign over your data. You, it is your, Locals is about you. It's not about us. We just yeah, gave you a platform for you to connect directly your data. And, and like you said, and I want to reiterate, it's not just about you and I. Our entire lives are politics. Yeah, I don't care if you're a poet, a comedian, you have content. Do not let Twitter and Facebook Live take it for you for free. I'm very sorry. Why are you giving it up then for free? Connect directly to an audience. You can put some free content out there. I have some that's behind a, a subscription on Locals.com which insulates me from any ad pressure. And you, Dave, follow Ruben Report. We got Dinesh D'Souza, Coffee with Scott Adams. I'm sorry, Dave, I know I'm going on, but I'm very excited. Yeah, I've had my eyes on this for a while because you've really tapped into something here that the essence of this movement going forward is not just the pipes, but it's the home that you own. It's your data. You own everything in it. Well, that's why I like calling it a digital home because it's like the guy that built my house, he built the house, I paid him for the house, and then he left. He's not now responsible for what I do in the house. So it's a very clean metaphor for how this thing operates. I'll tell you something awesome, which is that when, when I was raising funds, and you know how tough it is to, to raise funds for tech, sure. especially when you know you're thought of as you know, sort of scary and conservative and that sort of thing, and we had a lot of doors closed in our faces, but I was at one dinner less than a year ago uh, this is even before we started talking to Rumble. Uh, uh, it was May, uh, no, no, it was December uh, in Miami, last December. And I'm sitting at a table 
a bunch of investors there, like well-known, powerful investors. And I put on my locals, I just a text a post. I said, hey, I'm sitting at a table with a bunch of investors right now. Can you guys give me your brutally honest assessment of what locals has been like for you guys? I did not even look at the responses. And then I just handed my phone around the table to the investors and we got investors at that meal. So that tells you we have built something. Imagine doing that with Twitter. Imagine handing your phone to, for a bunch of investors oh. to look at your Twitter responses, your Facebook responses. But when you have just a few dollar paywall, you clean up 99% of the mess. And by the way, I mean, one of the ways we're really dealing well with free speech is that you can come into my community, you can say whatever you want. If you break the laws of the United States, you got a bigger problem than me. But let's say you come into my community, you pay the couple bucks a month to get in there, and then all day long you're just, you know, talking crap about me. Well, either either I profit from you or I can boot you out of my community, but you're not booted out of locals as a platform, meaning I'm just saying, "Hey, you can't come into my house and talk crap about me, right. but you can still go into Dan's if he right. wants you there, et cetera, et cetera." So we're we're treating the the speech issues in a way that is much more relevant, it's much more in kind to how we all deal with it on a day-to-day -day basis than the way big tech just takes you out because you happen to say that uh, men and women have biological differences. Yeah, and I love that analogy, Dave. And by the way, if you wanna pay to join my community to insult me, go right ahead. I will take you. Come right on Dan, in, gonna, folks, because I will use your money extra. to donate to conservative candidates. So please, go right at, reminds me of Dana Lash's mailbag where she takes, yeah. she reads mean tweets on the air uh, to raise money in a sponsored segment, which is a great job by Dana. Dave, you've been generous with your time. Congrats with this spectacular success of Locals. It's been amazing. Folks, I'm, I'm going to ask you again with humility and respect to please go out, download the app. Download the app today. I want to drive it to number one or to top 10. Please, Locals app. We've been rocketing up the charts. It was a genius idea. I'm proud to be part of Rumble and now part of Locals as well. Thanks for the time, Dave. We appreciate it. Dan, give me 10 more seconds to just say one thing, which is sure, in, in the last five years of my life, I've met a lot of people who talk. They talk for a living and they talk and talk and talk, but they don't do anything. You do stuff. And that was a key part of me wanting to be part of this operation because I was like, Dan doesn't just talk about it. He gets Thank stuff you. done. So this is just the beginning, man. I'm psyched to be with you on this Thank adventure. Thank you, sir. I appreciate Well, likewise, you you do as well, Dave. And uh, that's why this partnership is going to be a great symbiosis. So thanks for the time. We appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Good to see you, You got it. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in to the Dan Bongino Show. I will see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.